Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Come on, let's give it up to Jesus. Come on, somebody, make some noise for the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the author of our life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, exalt the King of Kings. Give him your praise. Give him your best praise. Thank him for your miracle. Thank him for your miracle. Thank you for your miracle. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you're still alive. You live inside of our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell somebody next to you, tonight is your night. Find somebody in this big church and go and tell them, tonight is your night. Don't tell somebody you know. Find somebody you don't know. Say, tonight is your night. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Get uncomfortable. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Once you do that, you could be seated. I might move people around. Come on. The Lord said, the Lord said to me, it's time for my people to get uncomfortable. It's time to get uncomfortable. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who's ready to get uncomfortable? Who's ready to do something they've never done before? Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. When you take a step like that, guess what? You're not alone. You're not alone. God doesn't send you someplace and doesn't equip you. It's fear that will stop you. That's the truth. Glory to God. We're going to lower my mic a little bit. I hear an echo. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, I, I didn't stop last night. This is just the continuous flow of the Holy Ghost. There's, you don't stop a meeting like that. These revival meetings, they don't stop. They, they continue. We go home. We wake up. We come back. We come back. We invite people. Amen. Anybody first time here? Raise your hand. Any first timers? Okay. There's some people. Okay. Who's bringing people tomorrow? Come on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Let me just say this. They could change the law, right? They could tell, they could tell your children. They could choose whatever sex they want to be. But it's not okay for you to bring the gospel to the school. All right? No one says a word when that happens. But something's happening. We're going we're gonna to fill, we're gonna, I'm telling you, God's going to fill his house. God's going to build his house. Glory to God. People breaking out. Hallelujah. People breaking out. We're tired. We're tired of doing, seeing the same thing. It's time for change. 
Jesus brought change. Jesus brought change. The word is the word changes people. Amen. And it's up to us to us. They say it's up to me. It's up to me. If you don't do it, who will? If you don't do it, who will? Glory to God. It's not, it's not going to take lightly. But when you take a step like that, I'm going to find somebody. Maybe, maybe, maybe your friends and family already know who you are. Oh, he's going to invite me to another Holy Ghost service. They speak in tongues. They, they believe in laying on of hands. You know, if you look up laying on of hands, there's so many times in the Bible where they laid hands. So many times. Hallelujah. Stir up your faith by laying, laying on of hands. Stir up your faith. Faith is the thing that pleases God. We got to lay hands on people. What's, what's on me is going to come on you. The anointing of God that's on me is going to come on you. It's going to change you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rattle you up. Glory to God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Stirs you up. Makes you uncomfortable. And it's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good feeling. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's nice back here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What's, what part of service is this? This is the part of the service where I just look at everybody. Who's sleeping? Anybody sleeping? I had Cuban coffee the other day. I had Cuban coffee this, this afternoon for lunch. Man, God bless condensed milk. <laughs> Let me just say that. Glory to God. Can't wait to go to heaven. I'm going to have Cuban coffee on tap. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> That's good, right? Who else is going to have Cuban coffee on tap? Come on. No decaf, okay? Listen, no decaf. Decaf is dirty water. Let me just say decaf is dirty water. We don't, we don't mess with decaf. I don't understand decaf. What good does decaf do? Makes you feel like you're drinking. Just drink some coffee. Water it down a little bit. I grew up, and uh, <laughs> they always said, oh, you, you shouldn't be drinking coffee at your age. It's going to stunt your growth. A bunch of liars. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> All right, give me All right. Hallelujah. Ain't going to stunt my growth. I'm the youngest. Out of three, and I'm the tallest. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. I grew up, if you don't know, I grew up in Long Island, New York. And uh, 
New York in the house? I got some New York. All right, come on. Amen. And uh, I had an Italian background. Amen. And something, you know, my mom would bring us to church, Pentecostal church. And let me tell you, man, if we're acting up, she'd give us that look. <laughs> it was, she's probably watching right now. She hates, my mom hates when I tell stories. She said, I'm never coming to a meeting when, where you're talking about me. I was like, why, mom? She's like, you're saying bad things. People think I'm going to beat you up. I said, no, you just punished me. <laughs> it was my fault. She loved a wooden spoon. How many, how many people have met a wooden spoon before? I'll, I'll lift up a leg for that. Glory to God. <laughs> Whatever she can grab. High heels, man. Dangerous. Hallelujah. But she, she kept us in church. She brought us in church. And we didn't live close to our church. We, we drove maybe half hour to church. A church alive is worth the drive. Amen. 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 What is it going to take for a miracle? Well, you might have to drive a half hour to a Holy Ghost church. Not every church is the same. You know, and people invite people. And then a lot of people feel that, well, what happens if they don't like the church? It's not for you to make up that person's mind. Now, it's one thing to explain, hey, this is, this is, a, this is a Holy Ghost church. It's a Holy Spirit church, the Spirit of God. And each of you should be able to teach somebody this is what, this is what happens. This is where it is in the Bible. Oh, you guys speak in tongues. That's, that's you know, people lie about that. That's, that's Satan. That's, that's possession. No, because a lot of people don't know the person of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit never embarrasses people. The Holy, the Holy Spirit is a person, and he only comes when you invite him. He never shows up unexpected. And when you ask him to come into you, the Bible says in the book of, it's the book of John. No, it's the book of Matthew. To receive the baptism, Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. So when you ask Jesus to come into your heart, to save you, if you ask him to come and baptize you with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, it's a free gift. Who likes free gifts? And speaking in tongues is the evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's proof. It's proof. And it's, some people don't know that. So when they see people speaking in tongues, you know, they only know what people say. The Bible says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Not necessarily death, but they'll perish. They'll miss out on good things from God. They'll miss out. Just because you never experienced something doesn't make it bad. Amen? So we, we take time and we explain this is what happens. What is, that pe what is that person saying? Well, speaking in tongues 
is your prayer language. Everybody has a different prayer language. It's not to get confused with the gift of tongues. That's for the edification of the body. That's different. And the same faith it takes to do that, it's the same faith you could receive to interpret it. Same faith. So you, some, somebody says, gives a tongue and people wait. Well, I always say, well, if you gave that, spoke that out in tongues, well, interpret it. It's the same faith. Nothing wrong with it. Amen? The Bible says we should want these gifts. We should desire these gifts from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit could use you and give you multiple gifts. It's not just one gift. It's all you, have access, you have access to all of them as the Spirit wills. As the Spirit wills. Glory to God. And that's very important for every believer because you could be home. And you could be praying with your family. And the Holy Ghost could speak to you. A word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word of prophecy. Glory to God. And I believe, I believe today children are going to receive those gifts. Young people are going to receive those gifts. Because I, I, can't, I can't get into public schools. But I can get kids filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. I can get kids filled with the Holy Spirit. Teach them what the Word says. When their teacher says something that doesn't line up with the Word, uh-uh. But the Bible says, Jesus, raising the standard, glory to God. Parents, keep your kids in church. Keep your kids in church. Keep your family in church. Man, you're the, you are the leader of your household. If you're not in church, something is wrong. You get yourself in church, men. You are the head of your house. You are the head of your house. Your wife is the neck. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. But you should be setting the examples in your home. You should be setting examples in your house. Are you reading the word? Are you making time to pray? Are you making time for faith? This is important. Because what your children see you do, they will do. And it's not too late to start. You don't have to wait for Monday. You can start today. You know, you, you have an alarm on your phone. You have an alert, a reminder. You make time for things that are important. Is this true? You make time for things that are important. How important is your relationship with God? How is important? I mean, it is to teach your friends. This is what happens. You should come to my church. You watching online, get to church now. There's a camera. Get to church. Enough's enough. Come to church. Come to church. That's why... Why do they try to shut down the churches? Because it's important. Yeah. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown got thrown to jail because he, he decided to make a stand, a big stand, a public stand. 
I'm not shutting my church down. And what meant for bad, what meant for evil, turned around. His church is booming right now. Glory to God. His church is booming. If you've never been to his church, visit. I'm sure your pastor won't get mad. You can visit. This is your home church. You can visit. Kids have the youth conferences there. Incredible. 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 Glory to God. Incredible. So many young people. I read an article the other day. Millennial Zs or QRSs, TUVs. One of those, one of those classes, generations. There's a hunger for God. There's a hunger for God. Hallelujah. You can't stop. You can't stop the Holy Ghost. And this, this church, I feel in my spirit, there's so many praying, praying mothers, praying mothers, praying fathers. Your prayers don't go unanswered. God is doing something. Amen. God is doing something. So, so read on the Holy Spirit. Learn who the Holy Spirit is. When I pray, I, I, I pray to God, and I, I talk to the Holy Spirit during my day. I talk to the Holy Ghost during my day. Where do you want me to go? What route do you want me to take? I was in, I was in school one, one day, and it was a Friday, and we were all going to go. The first time we, we, were, we were going traveling, some of a group of friends were traveling to get food. And I'm driving because I, I had the truck. Everyone, <laughs> oh, Mike, you got the biggest truck. You should take everybody. Okay? That means I'm driving. I was never used to like that. I always liked small cars because I wouldn't have to drive people. I never, I, I, all the cars I had previously, they were called coupes. And then I got radically on fire for God. And the Lord said, trade in your, your car, your coupe, for a big truck. I was like, okay. Bought myself a Cadillac. Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> if Jesus was around, he'd be driving a Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> Not no Ford. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> it was all black, tinted out. It was really nice. Glory to God. Where's he going with this story? I'm going somewhere, I promise. I got some, I already told the pastor what we're going to minister on. We'll see if I get there. But we got all night, amen? amen? I'm talking about leading of the Holy Spirit. So we're going, we're going, we, we go to this place, we eat, all eat. And then I have, how many, how many uh, parents do I have here? A lot of parents. This is what the Holy Ghost showed me. This is going to help somebody. Someone wants to know, how do I hear God's voice? The Lord showed me when I was younger, my mom would take me shopping. And I'd be one of those kids that hide underneath the clothing racks. And my mom would start looking for me. <laughs> she said, Michael, Michael. She's probably watching. <laughs> mom, I know you're watching. Michael, where are you? And then there'd be other kids. There'd be times I found other kids in the clothing rack. Oh, you're here too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And we, I'd be hiding, going in between clothing racks and making messes and pulling things down. I would be taking the buttons off and stuff like that. They, actually, they gave you a little bag with buttons. I was like, oh, well, this must be like complimentary or something. <laughs> Glory to God. And the Lord said to me and showed me, just like your mom would call you, Michael, I'm leaving. You knew your mom's voice like that. And you knew the moment she was leaving, you, okay, I got, hey, buddy, I got to go. <laughs> I, I knew my mom's voice because I was always around her. I, I was always around. My mom, you know, praise God, she never left me anywhere. <laughs> I was always around her. She would, I would always, I would know her voice. Before caller ID, the phone would ring. You would say, hello? You would just know the person's voice. Oh, grandma. Oh, grandpa. Oh, dad. Hey, bro, oh, it's my brother. Before the caller ID, the Lord said, if you spend time with me, you'll know my voice like that. You'll know my voice like that. Simple. It's simple. When the Lord calls, you know that's the Lord's voice. And it takes time for you to develop that, but it works. I promise you, it works. It's about a relationship, amen? And so we're driving, we're driving, we're driving, we're driving, and I felt the Lord said, Pray. Pray. And I turn off the radio and I told everyone, we gotta pray right now. We gotta pray right now. <sighs> Glory to God. And we also and that's one thing about the Spirit of God. When you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, you're able, I don't know what to pray for. Lord, what am I praying for? But I know when He tells me to pray, it's praying in the Spirit. Praying, parent, you, when you pray in tongues, you pray the perfect will. Say perfect will. Perfect means perfect. It's excellence. It's, it's right. And so we start praying. The whole, the whole t the team of us, the whole group of us, we start praying in the Holy Ghost. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. We start praying in the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I see a major car accident we just avoided. And everyone looks at it. You, you, you saw it. You heard it. Everybody looked. Everybody. And it was by the grace of God. When I was praying the Holy Ghost, I, I let my, my foot off the gas. I never do that. I'm always led foot. That's what they say. Oh, you got a led foot. My, you drive really quick. But as I was praying the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost prompted me just to take my foot off the gas. And I avoided a, a car accident. That could have been us in a pile up. Glory to God. Is this helping anybody? Pray in the Holy Spirit. When you start your day, the Bible says in Jeremiah that call unto me and I'll answer and I'll show you things to come. I'll show you. The Lord will reveal to you things to come. Things fenced in, the Bible says. Mysteries and secrets. You'll know the plan of the enemy. Ah, oh, this is a trap. This is a trap. This is a trap. How do you know it's a trap? Because the Holy Ghost told me. God doesn't want you to stumble. He's not the author of confusion. He's not the author of chaos. Come on, somebody. He's the author of peace. He's the prince of peace. Glory to God. So young people, you don't know what you want to do in life. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And when you finish praying in the Holy Ghost, you should have a pad and paper, a, a, a pencil and paper next to you. Not your phone. Because 
Your body, your mind uses a different part when you start writing things. It's a different part. It's, it's proven. It's a different part of your mind you use when you have to write things. Keep that next to you. Keep that next to your bed. Keep that with you. Is this helping anybody? It's not part of my notes. This is, this is all Holy Ghost. This is for somebody who needs to hear this. And then, and then you'll be, you know, and my friend, my friend does this. The Lord will tell him to pray. He'll pray. He'll feel peace to stop praying. And then he starts writing down. And the Lord will give him names. The Lord will give him names. He'll, the Lord will give him a place to go and a name and a time and a date. And the Lord will say, go here. And my friend would go there. And he would look. And he wrote down red shirt, African-American, uh, name is John. And there'd be a guy at a gas station, African-American, wearing a red shirt, name is John. And he would witness to that person. He'll witness to that person. Gifts of the Spirit. The Lord would tell him something about his life, just like that. Gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I was one time in school. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And this, this, this kid walked on, walked in the river. Glory to God. He walked in church, and church service was just about to end. And so my pastor was talking to him, and he said to him, you know, at the river there's multiple pastors. So it wasn't Dr. Rodney. It was just one of the staff pastors. He would say, he said, Michael, take this, take this friend, bring him around, make sure he's in church tonight. What did I say? No, Pastor, I got, I, I got to go to Cracker Barrel. I'm hungry. I said, yes, sir. Okay. I'll do that. Bring him to church. Okay. So, take him in my truck. I said, you hungry? He said, yeah, I, I could eat. I said, okay, cool. Start talking to him. This is Holy Ghost. This is young people, you could be used in this way. Old people, you could be used in this way. You could be used in this way. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're at the right type. You're at the right time. This is, this is for you right now. Glory to God. Some of you have been asking the Lord, Lord, would you use me in this way? And his answer is yes. But during these meetings, you get a little closer to him. Just what pastor was, you got to get a little, you got to get a little close. The Bible says, if you seek me, you'll find me. And as you find God, as you find the spirit of God, he will reveal things to you. He won't turn you down. Glory to God. People are looking for the supernatural. And you, you are living in a day of age where the Holy Ghost is going to use you to bring down the supernatural. Why? Because you're here. Thursday night in church. It's Thursday, right? I had to ask my wife, what's that? Because they're all, they're, all, they're all tied together. I don't know if it's Tuesday. I don't know if it's Wednesday. I don't know if it's Friday. They're all together. Hallelujah. And so he comes in. Take him in my car. My truck, my Escalade, glory to God. Jesus. I said, let's get something to eat. Can't go to Chick-fil-A. They're closed. <laughs> closed on Sundays. Amen. That's okay, though. So I think, I think we went to Publix. We got some Publix wings. Amen. That's all right. So I said, we'll get some food. And as we're driving, 
I, I'm, I, I mean, I feel the anointing. Amen. Just came out of church feeling good. His phone starts ringing. And I, didn't, I don't know anything about this gentleman. I don't know anything about him. Don't, don't just barely know his name. I, at that time, I probably forgot, to be honest. But his phone rings, and I feel, I feel the Lord said, that's his girlfriend calling. He wants, she wants to know where he is. And I said to him, that's, that's your girlfriend calling. She wants to know where you are. You don't need to pick up because she wants, she, she's going to want you home. And the phone, he looks at his phone, and he's like, how'd you know that? And I said, oh, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Give credit where credit's due. It's the Holy Ghost. And then the Lord revealed to me. I said, you have a child with this, with this girl. Parents don't like you because of the child. You guys met on a website. The Lord showed me the name of the website. Showed, saw a picture of it flash in my eyes. We met on this website. The Lord started giving me, uh, you know, details about his life. Not to embarrass him. Not to make him feel less of a person, but to break down walls. I said, I see a pulpit, a wooden pulpit. When you were younger, you would stand at a wooden pulpit. And you would tell your family, you're going to preach the gospel. He says, this, this true? He just looked at me. How do you know all this? How does this, how does this even, like, who are you? The Lord's trying to get your attention, my friend. He loves you. Lord showed me that he just got out of jail. And that's how he ended up on the church property. Just, he was just walking around. He just needed help. People need help. And Jesus is the answer. And, so, and you, I want to be used by that, someone saying. You, you, God will use you like that. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Open up your heart and act. See, now, if I had to think about what I would say to this kid, my flesh would have said, hey, that's, you can't say that. You're going to offend somebody. And then I, then I, I told him, I, 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 I asked him about other things I'm not going to say. And I said, is this right? Is this accurate? Because if it's not, I'm sorry, I, I, that was the flesh. And that's why I tell people, when you go soul winning, it is you ministering to somebody. And you're allowing the Holy Spirit to use you. In a gift. And that person that you're witnessing to, they, they, they need to hear from God. And you're the mouthpiece of the Holy Ghost. You're a yielded vessel. You're a mouthpiece of the Holy Spirit. The Lord will use you in mighty ways. I, I, when, I was shocked that I said that. I one time prayed for a woman. And... The Lord just revealed things, just things about her family to me. And some of the things you don't, you don't say to people. But it's not, to, it's not embarrassment, but your, your mind tries to override the spirit. And because of that, you stop. And then you cut off the flow. You, cut, you, you build a dam between the Holy Ghost. You stop the flow. I don't want to stop the flow. I don't want to stop the flow. I, I, go, I just, just roll with it. And as you keep doing it, you get better and better and better. And you give all glory to God. You stay humble. This is the Lord's doing. 
What happened last night? What happened the other night? It's all the Holy Spirit. It's, it's all God. It's all God. It's all Jesus. This church is ripe for revival. You are truly hungry. You are truly hungry. You put a demand on the things of God. God's going to reward you. God's going to use you. Glory to God. There's people here. I, I don't say this every church I go. But there's people here. Something, something supernatural happened to you last night. You just felt in your spirit activated. You felt something click in your spirit. Well, there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. I'm here to tell you there's even more glory to God. There's even more. Come on, at this last hour, God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, upon all creature. You will prophesy. You will be used. You will lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. Come on, somebody. God is going to pour out his spirit onto you tonight. You're going to feel the fire of God. Come on. There's more. Last night was great, but that was last night. Tonight is a new night. Glory to God. I'm hungry. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm thirsty for the things of God. I want God to pour out his spirit. Lord, touch me. Lord, fill me. Lord, give me another download. I thank you, Holy Ghost, for using me. Come on, if that's you, let him hear you tonight. Say, Lord, here I am. Touch me. Lord, here I am. Use me. Lord, here I am. Light a fire inside of me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's real. People think it's fake, but it's real. People think it's fake. They've been going to the wrong church. Bring them to this church. Oh, brother, church is, not, church is important. This is important. You can't have this type of meeting on Zoom. You can't have this type of meeting. You can't do this on Zoom. Yes, the anointing is transferable. But there's nothing like the real thing, glory to God. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the real thing. Jesus uses people. Jesus is going to use you this last hour. Come on. He will use you this last hour. Don't listen to your mind. Listen to your spirit, man, and, and let the spirit of God come alive in you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who felt something last night? Who could tell? That was a move of God last night. Hallelujah. It's not done. God is not done yet. God is not done with America. He's not done with your church. He's not done with you. He's not done with your family. Every attack over your life, I'm here to prophesy in the name of Jesus. It shall be over tonight in Jesus' name. No more drug addiction in your family. No more alcoholism in your family. It is done tonight in Jesus' name. I take authority over that thing, and I'm here to decree, decree and declare it is over in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The torment is over in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. These next, these next couple of weeks are going to be explosive. This next month for you and this church is going to be explosive. Glory to God. This is going to be the greatest month of your lives in Jesus' name. You're going to finish this year strong. Glory to God. It's not over yet. Some of you have been believing God for big things in the beginning of the year. You don't have to wait. There's still time this year. There's still time this month. There's still time this week. Glory to God.
Hallelujah. Press in a little harder. Press in a little stronger. Glory to God. Glory to God. David was about his business, and the Lord called him. Glory to God. The Lord anointed him fresh. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to cue the video up again. This is what my wife and I, we do. This is what the Lord's called us to do. Each and every one of you here have a different calling. Do what God's called you to do. If you're not sure what you're here to do, ask him. And before this week is over, you'll have a crystal clear vision. Press in. Press in. My sister-in-law, Phoebe, she's 14 years old. I was preaching in our church on a Sunday night. And I said, I need everyone. Everyone's taking their pressing in another level. And I just looked at Phoebe. I grabbed her. I wish she was here. Because at, she's 14. At 14, she's won more souls than most adults. She's won more souls than most adults. And when she presses in, she, she doesn't care. She needs to be told sometimes, Phoebe, you got to press in. Okay, okay. And she just gets in her place, in her secret place, and she doesn't care what, what she looks like. She could have just been playing with the chickens. She don't care. She don't care what, what the, the girl next to her looks like or what she is a new person in church. She don't care. She's going to press in. She closes her eyes and she just lifts her hand. And Lord, here I am. Here. And then you just, you, could, you just see the spirit of God just fall on her. She starts trembling. She starts shaking. She starts weeping. She knows how to press in. She learned how to press in. Press in this week. Press in this week. The devil wants to try to, that's his job to steal and destroy and rob you. Don't let him. You have to press in. Some of you, I, I could just tell. I could just tell. It's been a rough week. Devils might have been working overtime. But you're still here, glory to God. You're still here. Hallelujah. My wife and I, this is what we do. We travel. We bring the anointing. We bring fire. We've dedicated our lives to the working of the Lord. Sold our possessions. Had a house in Rockford, Illinois. I sold, I sold the house with all the furniture. I said, I'm not, I said, I'm not doing this. Moving up, you know. I'll just believe for new furniture. Glory to God. And the house we moved in, guess what? It was furnished. It was furnished. Glory to God. Had a U-Haul. Towed it with my Dodge Ram. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> but I, I made up my mind. I said, Lord, my life is not my own. My life is not my own. It was bought with a price. And so this is, this is the clip of an example of what we do in our ministry and I'm, I'm just so grateful for God because I would never in a million years thought I would do what I'm doing. If you would have told me five years ago, Michael, you're going to be preaching the gospel. 
You're going to be going to churches, bringing revival. You're going to be witnessing to the lost. You're going to be seeing great miracles through the use of the Holy Spirit through you. I would have never, I would have never in a million years. Hallelujah. If he did it for me, he wants to do it to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's just so good. He's just so good and faithful. At any part of your life, wherever you are, you could just say, here I am, Lord. My life is not my own. Use me. And he'll take you on the greatest journeys that you could ever experience. And he would never forsake you and never leave you. He would bring people around you. The Bible says if you refresh others, others will refresh you. Any time where I felt in my flesh, this is hard, Lord. Man, a man of God would call me. General of faith would message me. He always sends people to encourage you. And if people that are around you that are not encouraging you, block and delete them. Put them on pause. Hang out with your pastors because they're a word of faith. And it's just incredible, incredible glory to God. And so we were in Texas. We have another huge event. This was our second event. We had one prior. But this event, God moved in a, in a mighty way. And there's a couple testimonies where a girl got completely healed. And listen, it's not, it's not just, it's not for me just to do these. Anybody could do it. It's not for just your pastors to do these. Somebody here is going to catch a fire and go up to your pastor and say, I want to do this for the church. I feel the Lord calling me to, to evangelism. I feel the Lord calling me. I could, I could put these outreaches on. I could do these events. And once you make a commitment to do it, guess what? God's going to equip you to do it. Because God's not going to embarrass himself. Amen. And so you'll see this testimony of these, I'm telling you, and it's the same God. You might have came in here with one way, but you're going to leave here a different way. Amen. So we could roll the clip. Warning from police today after the deaths of two North Texas teenagers. Fort Worth PD say they are finding more and more dangerous pills on the street. The city of Fort Worth has already seen more homicides so far this year compared to the same time last year. And just this past weekend, MedStar told me they responded to 14 shooting and stabbing calls. The DEA says this is a new kind of epidemic. That Pause it right there. Pause it right there. Warning from police today after the death. There's, of two there's an epidemic going on. Fort Worth PD say they are finding. I mean. This is not a joke. This is real news footage. My wife didn't create this. This is real news. This is real. This is happening in Texas. This is happening here. This is happening in Chicago. This is, this is what's wrong. This is what the enemy's trying to do. They're trying to, the enemy's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And he'll do whatever it means. He does not care. He does not care. Glory to God. You can continue. Star told me they responded to 14 shooting and stabbing calls. The DEA says this is a new kind of epidemic that affects all of us.
celebrate Fort Worth at Echo Lake Park. This was our second outreach held in the state of Texas, just south of Fort Worth. We teamed up with Street Disciples, a local ministry, to hit the community and invite people out to hear the good news. The Lord touched us very much. My whole family, He healed my daughter. I believe in Jesus that He healed my daughter. She has a fractured spine or had a fractured spine and she is uh, no longer in pain. She's not wearing her brace no more and she's able to twist as of tonight with no pain. Do something you couldn't do without pain. Do you have pain? Who did that? Jesus did that. You believe that God healed you? Yes. It's her lower spine that's broke and yeah. slipped. And you couldn't move like the way you're moving now. You couldn't like bend and twist. And doctors say it's permanently fractured. Like yeah. there's no healing in it or nothing. Yeah. She would have to get rods and um, infusions. Not anymore. Not Amen. Even. Amen. And just two days later, we received this message on social media. There she is. She's doing a split. That's her doing the split. I was on my way to the liquor store, and we seen the sign. My wife told me, and I said, "Well, let's pull over and see what's what they're giving away." And we pulled up. I guess God put it in, in our path. Yeah. I was, I That's the Holy Ghost. Set him up. Come on, somebody. I have an alcohol Hallelujah. problem. Hallelujah. Like I, I just got out of prison. We're trying to get our life back together. Yeah. Uh, we're homeless right now, but thank God that we still have people that yeah. help us out. Our daughter, when I was locked up, hurt her leg. She couldn't walk. She couldn't run. And I guess the power of Jesus yeah. made her feel better. Do you have any pain in your leg anymore? No. No? Okay, praise God. But, Do you feel like you got delivered from alcohol? Like you feel like you know, you know, alcohol is not a part of your... Well, it's not in my mind right now. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Amen. Amen. You know, I probably would have been drinking right now, not, not worried about my kids. Amen, yeah. But I thank God that he brought us to this place. Amen. Amen. We're, we're thankful for you for coming. Amen. Thank awesome. you. lady came on the first night and received total healing in her hand after a bad injury. She came back every night and answered the call to receive salvation. On the final night, she cooked tamales for our entire team to say thank you. Best tamales I've ever had. On the final night, we had the most in attendance yet, and we were able to give away a hundred boxes of groceries. Every family was able to receive more than enough. by the power of God. 
We saw people filled with the Holy Spirit, healed in their body, and encounter God right there in Echo Lake Park. This four-night outreach concluded with a total of 141 people giving their heart to the Lord. 141 people said yes to Jesus. Glory to God. 141 people said yes to the Lord. The last event we did, we had over 1,000 people on the property. We rented a park. We had over 1,000. That was in a parking lot. We actually rented a park um, a couple months ago in Texas, uh, uh, Caps Park. And we had over, during the three days, we had over 1,000 people come out to hear the gospel being preached. And out of that 1,000 people, what was it, 200 and, 240 people said yes to Jesus. 200 unchurched people. Not everyone's like us comes to church on a, on a Thursday. We need to go. Bible says compel the people. Go and get the people. That's so important. It's not, about, it's not about us anymore. It's not about us anymore. Amen. Glory to God. That woman, that one girl where the father said he, was, he just got out of jail, his daughter broke her leg and it didn't heal properly. So what happened was... <clears throat> It, it healed crooked. It healed crooked. So anytime she would walk or run, she would trip and fall. And she, he came up to me. He said, could you pray for my daughter? Her, her foot healed bad, and he didn't have the money to get it fixed. He was, he's, you heard the story? He was homeless. And I, and I said, well, do you believe Jesus could do that? And just like how I preach here, I preach on the street. I don't care about what people think. And he said, he said, I do, I do. I said, you, you believe Jesus could heal your daughter? I, I, yeah, yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> and so I took her foot and I twisted it back. I twisted it back. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. And the, 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 foot, the foot stood there. I said, do something you couldn't do. Do something you couldn't do. And she, she started running. Glory to God. And the father's jaws dropped because every time, I mean, think how precious that is. Imagine seeing your child. Every time they would try to play, they would fall. They, they, they couldn't play with normal kids because they would always fall. And the father started crying because there was no way for him to pay for that. There was no, there's, there's, there's no way for him to get that done. Glory to God. She was, completely, she was completely healed. And I know he was delivered. You know, because he didn't use the word delivered, right? Because that's a Christian word. He says, what? It's not in my mind right now. It's, it's not, it's not going to stay in your mind. Glory to God. It's not, it can't stay in your mind because I prayed that the Holy, you know, you cast something out, you replace it with the Holy Ghost. You don't leave them empty. Take this instead. Glory to God. Take this instead. And that's what happened. That girl with the spine. I mean, you had to see the, the mom every time. The moms, they, they go to a, they plugged into another church. Great. Praise God. But every time we have an event, the mom comes out, brings the kids. She knows. She knows. That you can't fake this stuff. Those aren't paid actors. People, oh, those are paid actors. One, one guy messaged our ministry, 
and say, oh, those are, those are paid, paid act. That's, that's all fake. That's all fake. It's like, it's not fake. It's not fake. It's real. Come and experience it yourself. Stupid devil. They're going to say it. They're going to say it's fake. Guess what? That's why we're doing it bigger this time. We're going to feed a thousand people. Glory to God. The devil said that's fake. Guess what? We're going to, I'm believing God. We're going to put a billboard up. Glory to God. Caps Park, free food. Come and get, come and hear a motivated message by the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. The devil tells you not to do something. You do it twice as hard. Glory to God. You stick it to him. Glory to God. In this last day, in this last hour, God will give you creative ideas to stick it to the devil. In Jesus' name. I'm telling you, creative ideas. Glory to God. He ain't getting away. He knows his days are numbered. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I got to do this before I forget. My wife reminds me, tell everyone that we have a book table. So I'm going to invite my wife up just to talk about the books and what we have out there. Take it away. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So um, I just wanted to encourage everyone because we have a lot of things out there. Uh, we have a magazine out there. Please, everyone, take one. It just tells about our ministry. It's absolutely free. It's just um, our gift. And if you would like to... Uh, sign up. We have a mailing list. I know some people, uh, they like emails. Some people like text messages. Some people like to have letters in the mail. And we actually had enough people come up to us and say, when are you going to start sending us mail? We love mail. So we actually uh, created a mailing list. You can go to our website and, and sign up for that. Uh, we like to send out uh, monthly newsletters, magazines, talking about these events that we're doing and, and testimonies from these events and everything like that. And then we also have um, two books out there. Stand Before Kings is a book that I wrote uh, actually in the beginning of 2020, even before everything had happened, because I grew up uh, uh, into art, into photography, and I was, I was a creative, and, and I used it actually for the church. I started doing video announcements and editing video announcements, and that's how I started out uh, in serving in church, and because I said, hey, I love to take photos, I love to take video, how can I use this for the kingdom of God? And then I realized a lot of places, uh, or churches, I should say, um, they, they have these outlets, but they don't really necessarily teach on creativity. And so, but I would go, uh, everywhere I would go, people were like, you know, I, I feel called into the ministry, but I don't feel called to preach. How can I use my gifts and talents for the ministry? And so that's where this book was inspired by the Lord is because, you know, if you have gifts and talents, you know, the, the scripture says, um, God will, you'll stand before kings. God will bring you before great men and women of God and you'll be promoted. And so I just basically took every scripture that I learned to stand on for creativity, whether it was art, uh, video, photography, writing a book. There's so many people who come up to me and say, the Lord has told me to write a book. And, and you know, and, until you start the next step, you know, I say, well, have you looked into it? Have you, have you written out the, the table of contents? Have you, have you, because, you know, people get this, this download from the Lord to share their testimony or, or to encourage people. But then because they don't know how to do it, they don't see, they don't search it out, but God works with a doer, right? And so, uh, the, the last, the, the church we were just at in Illinois, um, a lady had come up to me and said, the Lord, uh, told me to, to write a book. And then after the service, she came up and she said, the Lord just gave me five books to, to write. And I said, start 
writing them. Just do it. Do the first thing and then just Google it. If you don't know how to do it, just Google, you know, what's the step to write a book? And and she's now on her third book. And and I mean the Lord is blessing it. She's she's telling me all the time, like, thank you so much because you know it's it's the things the the enemy loves to come in and and make things seem harder than they are to keep you from fulfilling what God wants you to do. And and whether that's in ministry or in business or it, you know you just feel called to share your testimony but you don't know where to start. You feel called to start a podcast but you don't know where to start. You feel called to um, minister but you don't know where to start. And 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 so that was something that the Lord had really put a passion on my heart is to just help people get started. And, and so that's what this, this was. It's just, um, scripture on, on, you know, how to, how to use your gifts and talents for the kingdom of God. And, and that's where that came from. And then, um, just this year, my husband came out with this book, Revival and Me, Seven Things You Need to Live a Lifestyle of Revival. And this was something, uh, it actually came from a message he preached and it's just practical keys for every day, you know, and it's, and it's things that he ministers on and, and it's just like, you know, praying in the Holy spirit, uh, leading people to the Lord, where to start, how to start, what, what would your day look like if it was, if this were a lifestyle, right? Because that's what revival is. It's not just a week where, you know, guests come in and, and get you really motivated and, and you get hyped up for two more weeks and you make plans and then it kind of just fizzles out. No, revival is a lifestyle because when you have revival in you, then you see people the way God sees them. You see the call on your life the way God sees the call on your life. You see yourself like God sees you. You don't count yourself out. You don't say, no, I, I can't do that. I'm not qualified to do that. Who do I think I am? No, you say, no, God has called me. God, if God can use us, God can use you because there's, there's so many things that we, you know, both coming from different backgrounds of things spoken over us or, you know, lifestyles that we lived or, you know, walking away from God and then coming back to God. And it's like, you know, the enemy will come in and say, you can't do that. You know, who do you think you are to go tell people about Jesus or, you know, and, the, and it's such a lie from the devil. And so when you stay stirred up, when you stay in the word, when you stay prayed up in church, you're just on fire. There's no distraction from hell that can come to separate you from the call of God on your life. Amen. Amen. So I, I really believe those will bless you. So if you would like um, after service or sometime this week, those will be out there. Amen. 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 Tomorrow night, my wife is going to be ministering. Tomorrow night, my wife will be behind the pulpit. She just doesn't get behind the camera. She preaches the fire of God. And not only did God anoint me with an amazing wife that does so much for me, but she speaks the word. God uses her in a powerful way. So tomorrow night, listen, if you didn't like me, that's okay. Come tomorrow. If you're watching, come tomorrow and listen to my wife minister. It'll change your life. Amen. I, I don't know where people get this uh, mentality, this doctrine where God can't use a woman to preach. It's totally ridiculous. It's totally out of, God, God anointed women just as God anointed men. That's it. That's it. It's the same Holy Ghost. There's not, there's not a female version of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I don't understand these people. Uh, she's a woman. She, she should do what? No. She's a woman. She's filled with the Holy Ghost. 
She has a message. She has a gift. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All the women in the house, who's going to be here tomorrow night? All the men in the house, who's going to be here tomorrow night? If you can't receive from a woman, something's wrong. Something's wrong. The Lord used donkeys before. The Lord will use young kids, young kids to minister. Don't, don't, well, just because I'm ministering, I didn't, I didn't give you a word or something. That's it. No, that's, that's crazy. If God needs to get something to you, he will. He'll do whatever it takes. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What's, what's the flow of this service right now? Where is he going now? I don't know. It's the Holy Ghost's service. Amen. I told the Lord, I said, this is not me. It's you. This is your service. You do what you need to do. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. You are good. And you deserve all the glory and the honor for everything you've done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you have your Bible, turn to Numbers chapter 13. Now, I spoke last night about the anointing. I spoke the other night about faith. They all work together. Say, they all work together. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, things not yet seen. Faith, hope, I'm sorry, hope is the blueprint. Hope is the blueprint. It's what you're believing for. Faith is you pulling it down. Faith is you grabbing a hold of the word of God and pulling it down and claiming that it's yours. And nobody has a right to take that from you. Some people tell me, oh, Evangelist Michael, you know, even my wife, she was talking about books. Lord told me to write a book. Lord told, and then somebody said it was hard, and it turned them off. I can't do it. It's too hard. Hard should be out of your vocabulary because the Bible says all things are possible if you believe. All things are possible. Say all things. All things. All things. No more making excuses. Excuses is like witchcraft. Write that down. Excuses is like witchcraft. I can't come to church, Pastor. I'm, I'm busy with work. Or I can't come because something's going on. There's always something going on. There's always something going on. It's going to have to wait till no. You make time for things that are important. God tells you to do something. Who, who is that person to tell you can't do it? Is he your God? Oh, you can't, you can't do that. It's, you can't start a business during a pandemic. That's impossible. That'll never work. You'll lose all your money. What? I know somebody I follow on Instagram. The New York made him close his restaurant because of all the regulations. But he's a talented cook. A talented cook. Fine Italian meals, I'm telling you, delicious. So what did he do? Did he close and give up and, and move and, and became a plumber? No. He said, okay, I'm going to find another, another, another shop. He left New York, went to New Jersey. Not a big fan. It's okay. 
You know, right? You know, it's not. <laughs> Got pulled over in New Jersey once. <laughs> right after our marriage. Was it our marriage? Or, no, it was our. Right after Christmas, right after Christmas. And uh, cop gave me a ticket. I wrote New York, New Jersey a letter. Well, I live in Pittsburgh, and I'm not going to court. And I know I wasn't guilty, so they make your letter a whole letter. And they supposedly lost my letter, and there was a warrant out for me. <laughs> Glory to God, I have a good lawyer, Jesus Christ. I said, this can't be. This can't be. You, you got to watch out. Can't go to New Jersey. They might arrest you, put you in jail. Stupid devil. I'm going to find churches that want to have me preach in New Jersey. I called up. I said, this is a mistake. And I said, you fix it. And I prayed. That's it. I give it to the Lord. I give it to the Lord. Oh, you should get an attorney. You should. No. It's their mistake. They know. They know. Nothing's impossible, folks. Nothing's impossible. I don't care what, you know, I don't care what they say. All things are possible. All things. You can get totally, I mean, next thing I know, I get a letter from New Jersey, state of New Jersey. Uh, everything's cleared up with your name. Sorry, they, they had to apologize. Everything's fine. Glory to God. You're telling me God can't vindicate you? Do you get something, something, something tries to happen? God could do it. I had my credit supernaturally restored. How is that possible? God works in the credit business? Credit, yes, he does. He works in every borough. Credit borough, finances. I'm telling you. Someone lied to you and told you that God only works in the church. God only works in certain realms. No. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the creator. He's the same, same God yesterday, today, and forever. He's still in control. He's still doing things. He still does miracles. It doesn't need to necessarily be a healing miracle. It could be something supernaturally. It could get you a house, get you a car. Oh, maybe a broken. No, he could get you a new. He could provide for you a brand new car. He could provide for you a brand new house. He could provide for you a brand new job. Your kids don't have to grow up. You don't have to raise your kids the same way you were raised. Maybe your parents didn't know. Okay, don't worry. Start different. Be different. Change. Glory to God. And when you start moving with faith, when you start moving with God, God starts moving on your behalf. And next thing you know, like, how is all this blessings? How, how is everything, everything I desired coming to pass? How is everything I prayed for? Because you're living right. You're in, you're in church. You're plugged in. You're involved. This is not just a regular building. This is God's house. Glory to God. This is where peace is 24-7. Glory to God. Your pastors never shut their door. That should be something to stand up for. That should be something you should break. Yeah, my, my church never closed. My church never closed. We got creative, glory to God. My church never closed. 
We were praising God during every situation. My church never closed. Now my church is feeding people. Glory to God. Now my church is going out and witnessing the people. God's moving in my, God's not moving in your church. You should come to my church. Your church gone woke. My church hasn't. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. There's something that should be said when you stand for God, when you stand for righteousness, when you preach the word, when you don't bow down, when you don't make a line in the sand and cross it. No, when you stand for God, God stands for you, and miracles happen. Glory to God. Come on, you're living in a miracle church. You're living in a revival church. You're living in a church that won't bow their knee to the world in Jesus' name. They don't do it. Hallelujah. You're living in a church where all things are possible. The Spirit of God is moving in this church. You're leaving here changed, transformed. Some of your minds have been rewired. Some of you have been lied to your whole life. But enough is enough. Enough is enough. Say it. Enough is enough. Hallelujah. You know, when the devil's found guilty, the Bible says he must repay seven volts. But it's if he's found guilty, you could find him guilty now. If he's stolen something from you, if he's lied to you, if he causes you to, to be sad, upset, and alone, you can say, devil, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm bringing you to court in the king in the, king in the throne room. I'm bringing you to court. Hallelujah. The devil can't steal my peace. The devil can't steal my family's peace. The devil can't steal your peace. The devil can't touch your finances. You're a tither. You're a giver. Come on. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I'm a soul winner. That's what I tell people. If, if, you know, if you do that for God, Lord, I'm a tither and I'm a giver. I'm a soul winner. I'm faithful servant of you. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. That's who you are. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. That you need to remind yourself who you are in Christ. I'm the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't be taken for a fool. I can't be lied to. I can't be stolen. Nothing should go wrong in my life because I take a stand. Enough is enough. Hallelujah. Enough is enough. My kids are going to learn the word of the Lord. My kids are going to be raised up in this church. My kids are going to preach the gospel. Do they have to do it for a living? No. But they can preach the gospel. Give them the mic. Preach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what you want to do. Is that right? Yeah, let me pray for you. The same anointing is on my life is going to come on you. And God's going to use you. God's going to use you. Just lift your hands. Father, as I pray for this young boy, the same anointing, what's in me, Lord, may it be transferred into him by the gift of impartation in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Father, use him in a mighty way. Use him in a mighty way. Even in a young age, Lord, you'd give him a word to speak to people. He won't bow his knee to Baal. He won't stand against you, Father, but he will rise and be the voice in the dark. He will, you will use him to, to minister to all people in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Front row in church. 
on a Thursday. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're raising up great, great children here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. You're going to take, take what's been imparted to you this week, and you're going to run for the things of God. You're going to get uncomfortable. You're going to get, make up your mind, I'm going to get uncomfortable here. And listen, if they did it to Jesus, who are we to say they won't do it to us? They insulted him. They made fun of him. Killed him on a cross. But not even death could stop him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said not even death could stop him. Stole the keys of life and death. Made a spectacle of the devil. Hallelujah. Went down to hell, took the keys, made fun of the devil's mama. <laughs> Everyone started laughing at the devil, made a spectacle, insulted him. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Try to take me out? Do you know who my father is? Glory to God. Your days are numbered. I'll take that. I'll take that. Glory to God. Thought of you on the cross. Thought of you on Calvary. Hallelujah. And by his stripes, we were healed. When he took the beating, when he took the whips, I, he thought of you. He became poor so we could become rich. Glory to God. We don't need to leave poor, busted, and disgusted. We could live in the overflow. We could live in the excess. We could be the one where there's a need that arises. Guess what, Pastor? I could write that check. I don't need you to come and tell me. No, I'm a giver. I'm a soul winner. I'm a tither. Guess what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm the king of the king. I know the king of the kings and the Lord of the lords. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Need rise up, Pastor. I got that. Glory to God. I got a promotion at work. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because I started winning souls. Why? Because I started tithing better. Why? Because I started giving, I started, I started doing things at a different level. You, in order to go up to another level, it takes an action. You ever, you ever try climbing a ladder? You just get up there. How are you going to get up there? You got to start moving your feet. It takes you moving something, reaching and moving and doing. Reaching and moving and doing. That's how you get to a new level. That's how you do it. It takes sacrifice. It takes time in the word. My wife and I, we, we pray and fast. We pray and fast. Glory to God. Because God, that's, that's how I submit my flesh. I'm, I'm not going to eat. And I love to eat. Glory to God. I love food, but I love Jesus more. Food is not an idol. I could always eat later. But I don't have this time. Tomorrow's not promised. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's give it up for Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on, somebody. Shout hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. Shout glory. Hallelujah.
Did you make it there yet? I'm sorry. That's how I minister. Amen. You receiving it? Hallelujah. Oh, look at it. It really is early. Someone get me a coffee? Glory. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys would get me a coffee. You guys literally would now sit. Don't worry, please. I got water over here. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I love this, this, uh, this story, this truth. I love chap uh, Numbers chapter 13 because it's so relevant for today. Amen. Everything in the Bible is relevant for today. So it's like, oh, you, you, you preached on David and Goliath. You, you, that's relevant today. Amen. That's a powerful story. That's relevant. Everything in the Bible is God's written word. And it's written to me. It's not written to your neighbor. It's written to me. And now, your neighbor could say it's written to her. But it's up to you to say it. It's written to me. I take this word and I put my name in it. I'm meant to be the head and not the tail. Glory to God. I'm meant to, I'm meant to lend out money. Never to borrow. Whew. Hallelujah. I'm meant to be filled with the power of God. Hallelujah. I'm meant to do all this. Some people say, oh, it's Old Testament. No, it's, it's relevant. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Numbers chapter 13, verse 17. I'm going to skip around a little bit so you might not be able to get me on the screen. But just stay with me. If you have, if you're taking notes, write it down. <clears throat> Moses gave these men instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. He said, go north through Never Negev into the hill country, verse 18. See what type of land it is and find out whether the people living there are strong and weak. You know, when I was studying this, I saw this church. I saw this church. <clears throat> See what kind of land they live in? Is it good or bad? Do they have towns? Do their towns have walls? Or are they unprotected like open camps? Verse 20, is the soil fertile or poor? Do they have many trees? Do your best to bring back a sample of the crops you see. I'm going down to verse 25. <clears throat> After exploring the land, so what happened was Moses sent 12 men out. 12 spies. God's given them land, and they were using wisdom, right? And they said, all right, we're going to send 12 guys out and... and Gave them instructions, good, sound instructions. Look, look what's going on. Look what's going on. See how it looks. Is it safe? Are there giants? Can we just walk in there? <clears throat> so then they come back. Is everybody with me? Okay, cool. Is everyone having a good time? Okay, good. <clears throat> After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned. 26. 
they returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of the Israels at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. Listen, folks. Why can't they say 14th Avenue? <laughs> you know? Why can't they just do numbers? I'm sorry. Glory to God. <clears throat> right up the block, make a right. There it is. Fifth Street. <laughs> they reported to the whole community what the land, <clears throat> had, <clears throat> what they have seen from the land and showed them the fruit they have taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We've entered the land you sent us to explore. And indeed, say indeed, indeed. is a bountiful country, beautiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Here are the kinds of fruit it produced. 28. But people living there are powerful. Their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there. Glory to God. Descendants of Anka. Verse 30. So they got the report. It's a beautiful land. Whew. Beautiful. There's trees. There's fruit. It has all the necessary things we need. In your life, God will show you where you're going. We, we talked about this a little bit at lunch. He'll show you the beginning, and he'll show you the end. It's, you have a successful life. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, he has a plan for you, a, a plan to prosper you, a plan for good, not harm. A good plan. Hallelujah. But there's always going to be somebody. Say, there's always going to be somebody. That the devil uses. Not saying everyone's sent from the devil. Some people don't know because they're not like you. They're not word of faith. They're not filled with the Holy Ghost. They're not yet uh, children of God. They're not, it's okay. But I don't have to listen to them. Ungodly men and women don't take orders from uh, godly men and women don't take orders from ungodly men and women. There's a difference. I'm, I'll, I'll be respectful. I'll hear them. But at the end of the day, I go to the Bible. I don't have opinions. I have the word of God. I have the truth. I have my plan in life, my destiny all laid up for me. Glory to God. And so do you. Verse 30. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as he stood before Moses. Let us go at once and take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. Fill of, filled with faith. He was filled with faith. He was, let's go right now. Come on, we have no time to waste. Come on, let's go. Let's go, let's do this thing. Glory to God. We could win. We're going to take it over. We, that's the land God's given us. Let's go now. Let's move now. That's the vision. That's the vision. The Lord told me to go. Glory to God. Use it in your personal life. The Lord told you to write that book. The Lord told you you won't be broke. The Lord told you to go knock on that door. The Lord told you that's your job. The Lord told you that's your house. The Lord told you. 
The Lord told you that. Glory to God. Let's go take it. Had everyone fired up. Glory to God. Excited. My God. Let's go at once. Not wait. Not wait. Well, let's pray about it and let's see the weather. You know, no one wants to get wet, you know? Make sure the, you know, the tires on the truck are good and let's, okay, oil change is done. Oh, that's, maybe we'll get a couple more guys to join us. Make it easier. We don't have to lift, lift so many heavy things. No. No. Oh, man, I feel the anointing right now. Hallelujah. When God tells you to go, you don't do the opposite. You don't wait around. Some people in your life won't agree with the choices that you make in life. Some of you are here right now, but your family members might not like that you're here right now. You shouldn't be going to that church. They never shut. They don't care about the sick. You, you shouldn't go to that church. All they want is your money. You shouldn't go to that church. They, they speak in tongues. That's, that's witchcraft. That's the devil. But no. Hallelujah. Some of you are in this room. I know people are in this room that the Lord has spoken to you about a, a certain thing in your life. And you've put it off. Uh, there's got to be a better time. There's going to be a better time. When the Lord vividly spoke to you in your spirit, man, you, you know. Some of you are working at the same job just because you're comfortable, but you're overqualified. You're not getting paid the way you should be getting paid. You're not getting treated the way you should be getting treated. You're just dealing with it. You're just rolling with the punches. But that's going to stop tonight. That's going to stop tonight. Glory to God. Because when the Lord says go, when the Lord says go, hallelujah. When the Lord says go, when the Lord says go, hallelujah, you're going to run, hallelujah. You're going to run, hallelujah. You're going to possess the land. You're going to take what the Lord told you that's yours and no one's going to stop you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Challenges are scriptural. Challenges are scriptural. It's okay to be challenged, but you can't be defeated. Say, I won't be defeated. Because if you are defeated, that means God's defeated. Because the Spirit of God is inside of you. How could God be defeated? How could God be? God can't be defeated. Hallelujah. I just told you he made a spectacle of, of the devil. He can't be defeated. Sometimes you need to speak up. Don't you know my God? Sometimes your, your voice, your, your mind has to hear your own voice. Don't you know my God? You got to shut the door on doubt. You got to shut the door on fear. How else is something going to happen? Hallelujah. 
I see you moving with the wind of the Holy Ghost. I see an army in this church being raised that are going to stand up and win souls and take back everything the devil took from you. And if if you're that person, stand up on your feet right now and tell the Lord, I'm that person. I'm going to take everything back that the devil's stolen. Let him hear you tonight. Let him hear you tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. We serve a God that's going to use us. We serve a God that's going to anoint us. We serve a God that's going to tell us to run and blow the wind of the Holy Ghost behind us. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Worship the King of Kings. Worship the Lord of Lords. Don't stop pressing. Go a little bit longer. Makaria Dambra Roshoto. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Kambra Makatanda Mansoro My friend in the black sweatshirt, stand out to the aisle. Stand up to the aisle. Lift your hands up. The anointing of the Holy Ghost comes on you. You're going to take that ground back. The hand of God is on you for such a time like this. In Jesus' name. That's it. Jesus' name. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You're anointed. You're called. You're appointed. Enough is enough. When I said enough is enough, your spirit man said enough is enough. Who the devil thinks he is? I'm going to conquer that land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. Glory to God. If you want to stand, you can stand. Bro, makanda, rama, siaka, rato, rima, karabaso, mambro, pray in the Holy Ghost. Shinda, rama, ka, ribo, shoma, makata. God's not done yet with Florida. God's not done with this church. Aliso, romata, masara. There's a vision in this church. There's a vision in this church. And where there is vision, where there is vision, where there is vision, there is success. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bromacada. Arimo basarimaka. Halaromo bosoto. Gilbert, stand right there. Lift your hands. The anointing comes on you to minister the word. To minister the word. To minister the word. The fire of the Holy Ghost. To preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ramaso Makata Rimbombo. You've you've looked at other people, you've looked at other people, and the Lord says, That's you. That's you. The gifts and the calls, the gifts and the calls in Jesus' name. Ramakatozo Mandondo Ramasata Rando Koman Brahman. The anointing to preach the gospel in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Out of those 12 men, out of those 12 men, there was 10 haters. There was 12 haters. There will always be someone that hates what you do. There will always be someone that hates what you do. Is that right? Stand out and I'll lift your hands. But when God puts favor on your life, glory to God. When God anoints you, when God gives you a vision, all those haters, they leave. They flee. 
everything assigned to your life to slow you down, to stop you, every hindrance, every person that spoke lies over you, those lies come out of your mind and the anointing and the Holy Ghost, fire of the Holy Ghost. Everyone called to hinder you, to speak to Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There will always be haters. Haters are proof. Write this down. Haters are proof that your assignment is real. It's proof that the enemy is aware of your assignment. The devil's afraid. The devil's afraid. That's why he tries to slow you down. And the moment, that's why people say, my life was fine, and then I started serving God, and all of a sudden, there's a tax. How many of you ever heard that before? Everything was fine until I found the truth, and then a tax started coming. Because the devil's afraid. The devil's afraid of this gospel. This Bible is still the number one book published in the world. Glory to God. <laughs> the devil's afraid that if you know who you are in Christ Jesus, if you know the authority and the power that's inside of you, devil's afraid because he found somebody that's going to win souls. The devil's afraid of that. Can I pray for you? The anointing, the hand of God is on your life. Is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. It's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Wife, just pray for her. Pray for her. 
But there was two people that said, I know. I know my God. I know my God. I know my God. There was two people full of faith, full of faith. I know my God. He can't see me fail. There was two people said, ah, the Bible says, if you know your God, you shall do exploits. Hallelujah. There was two people that said, oh, all these people are hating. All these people don't want us to go, but we must go. Hallelujah. We must go. Even if there was one person, it doesn't make a difference. I prayed for this one young kid. He's, in, he's going to college, a community school. And uh, I was pouring into him, pouring into him, pouring into him, and all of a sudden the phone call stopped. I tried calling, didn't want anything to do with me. I said, okay, stupid devil, stupid devil. <clears throat> so I just, all right, Lord, <clears throat> I believe you. I believe your word. <clears throat> the words in this young boy, ever since he was a child, and he shall not go far. All of a sudden, I get a phone call, and it's him. And I, I knew, I knew what happened. <clears throat> Listen, young people, I said it the other day, you don't need a relationship. You don't need a boyfriend, you don't need a girlfriend. You just need more Jesus. Listen to your elders. Listen to, to your pastors. Glory to God. Listen to your parents. You don't need, a, you don't need a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You have no job. You have no house. You have no car. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Save your money so when you do find that special person, young men, you can buy her a nice ring. Amen. You don't need to date 20 people. You, you can find, there's one person that God has for you. There's one person. You don't need to go sleeping around with 20 different people. Oh, I got to make sure that we're compatible. No, the Holy Ghost does that. The Holy Ghost does that. Maybe someone's here and you've been through a divorce. God's going to bring you a person. You don't need to go looking for other married men, other married women. You can find that person in the house of God. And you don't need to be engaged for five years. You sit under the anointing. You listen to godly wisdom and counsel. Go through the counseling. Make sure you're all on the same page. Everything has to align. And listen, if you're, in, and if you're in, up in age and you just believe in God for a spouse... God will give you a spouse. Even if you don't want to get married, you maybe you just want more friends. God doesn't like when people are lonely. Loneliness is not from God. 
God will put you around good people, good, friendly men and women of God, Holy Ghost filled. But young people, just don't do it. And uh, your pastor, he's got a bulletproof vest now. Don't let him have to wear it for any reason. I don't know if they were supposed to know that. Oh. <laughs> I grew up in an Italian family. <laughs> you never wanted to bring home the wrong person. They were afraid. <laughs> Glory to God. Someone said, there goes the anointing. No, the anointing is still here. God enjoys laughter. You think we're going to go to heaven and be like... This, this, is, this is it. This is what I, eternal life, really fun here. And we're going to enjoy. It's going to be joy and peace. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's heaven. You can eat whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. I'm going to have a great guns, everything, hunting, mansion. You know, we store up treasure in this earth and in heaven. We use our treasure on this earth to go get people, to bring them to heaven. And you hear, well done. Good and faithful. Enter in. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well done. Well done. Thank you, Lord. So, Mike, so this person, young person called me, and I already knew. I let him tell me. And he, he started opening up and said, I, I lost everything. I lost my relationship with God. I, I, I can't feel God anymore. What am I going to do? What am I, how, how am I going to live my life? I'm so hurt, broken, and disgusted. I'm, he said, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. And I said, did you repent? He said, yes. I said, was it true repentance or was it lip service? Because God knows your heart. You know, you don't need to make a practice of sin. You don't need to make a practice of sin. And he said, no. He said, he said my God, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm no more. No more. I should have listened. I should have listened. I said, okay. Well, you're okay. If you, really, if you truly repented, ask the Lord. He'll, he'll start moving you. He'll start doing you things. And he said, how do I win people to the Lord? He's like, I go to a public school, a public college, and I, I, I have no friends. I have no friends. I work in a secular job, and I don't, I don't want to do the same things. I don't want to go to do the drinking I don't want to go to the clubs. I, I don't, I, I don't, but I don't want to be alone. I don't want to get involved in a relationship, but I don't want to be alone. And I said, well, then pray to the Lord to bring you some friends. He'll do it. I promise you he'll do it. I promise. He said, but I feel like I can't connect with God. I said, that's a lie. That's a lie. God hears your voice. 
God hears you when you pray. When you call, the Bible says he answers. He an- we serve a God that answers. We serve a God that when we ask him for something, he doesn't turn his back on us. Glory to God. I said, those lies come out in Jesus' name. I said, get into the word. Get into the word. And, I, and I, he said, how do I share my faith? Like, how do I do it without being weird? By the way, Saturday, 11 o'clock, soul winning. Even if you don't come out with us, come and sit. I'm going to train you guys up. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. Hungry people win souls. Amen. So I, I shared, I shared, I said, this is what you do. This is what you do. So he said, okay, I'm going to pray. He says, could you pray with me? I said, I'll pray with you, sure. And we prayed. I said, Lord, bring him some friends. Good friends that are God-fearing. Next thing you know, I get a phone call. Actually, last night, I get a phone call. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. He takes care of his children. He said he carpools to college. And the kid that he carpools with, he always puts, you know, like secular music on. You know, young kids, I don't, I don't know who's the hippest rapper now, but that's what they put on, whatever. Don't listen to the music. If I find out, it's not going to be good. Amen. Right, Pastor? Okay, there you go. So he listens to the secular garbage. And, uh, and I said, well, it's your car. He said, yeah. I said, don't listen to it. Turn it off. I said, why do you, why do you, let, the, why do you let the devil do that? He said, well, I, you know, I don't want to get a man. I said, it's your car. It's your car. It's, it's simple. It's common sense. It's yours. Don't let the enemy do it. Don't allow the enemy to come in. It is yours. Glory to God. He said, but what happens if he gets mad? Let him get mad. Let him find a new car ride. Well, he chips in for gas. See, now you go to the root of things. Well, he chips in for gas. Well, doesn't God own everything? Don't, can't you ask God for a promotion to pay for that extra gas? Can't you believe for the, I, I guess I could. Okay, it's fine then. It'll all work out. Use your faith. It, and he says to me, it's that easy? I said, yes, it's that easy. Folks, it's that simple. Sometimes you have to get to the bottom of the root. You have to go through a couple layers and see what's the real reason. What's the real, what's really going on. And so he calls me last night. He actually texted me during service. And I, I text him last night. I said, hey, if you're still up, you give me a call. And he calls me. And he says, Mike, guess what? I said, what? He said, the guy that carpools with me, I said, I, I led him to the Lord. <sighs> I said, seriously? He said, yeah. He, he, started me, he started asking questions about the Holy Spirit. He started asking questions about the Bible and church and stuff like that. I said, glory to God. I said, he said he wants to live right. He wants to live right. He doesn't want to live like everybody else, just like me, but he doesn't know what to do. I said, praise God. I said, on top of that, I found somebody in my school that's also a Christian. Imagine that. Imagine that. The Bible says there's more of us. Say, there's more of us than it is of them. Come on, we're going to take that land back. We're going to take our towns back. 
We're going to take our cities back. We're going to reach people at any cost. Come on, somebody. We're going to reach people. We're going to reach people. We're going to show the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's simple. It's that simple. You read the rest of the story. What happened? Go to, go, if you go to the next chapter, read what happened. Who, who made it to the promised land? Out of all those people, out of all those people, two, two people made a line in the sand. The Lord said, I can have it. That I'm going to have it. The Lord said, it's mine. Then I'm going to take it. I'm not going to let the devil walk on me. I'm not going to let the devil steal from me. The last time I checked someone, come on somebody, the last time you checked, you got to remind yourself that the devil is underneath your feet. Come on, the devil is underneath your feet. He's not grabbing for you. You're not arm wrestling the devil. No, you're behind me. You're underneath me. I'm going higher. I'm going longer. I'm going stronger. I can't be stopped. I can't be defeated because I know my God. And I know I could do exports. And I know he's going to provide for me. And I know he's going to be there for me. He said he wouldn't leave me. He said he wouldn't deny me. He said he would never forget me. He said he loves me. He's going to be my hope. He's going to be my joy. He's going to be my future. He's my rock. Hallelujah. He's my rock. Hallelujah. He's my rock. Hallelujah. Let him hear you today. He's my rock. He's my strength. He's my peace. The devil can't have my family. The devil can't have my kids. The devil can't have, I'm taking it back. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the MJV Ministries podcast. If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com partner.